Hi, and welcome to the Essential Tennis Podcast, your place for free, expert tennis instruction that can truly help you improve your game. Welcome to episode number 222 of the show. Today's topic is going to be all about being nice versus being competitive on the courts. Many of us play in kind of social settings or situations at a, a club or a local park. And so sometimes balancing those two things can be tricky for people. So we're going to talk about that in today's episode. Really quickly, I just set up a new clinic offering for January 2014, something I've never done before, a week-long trip slash vacation to Costa Rica. So if you are, if that sounds interesting to you and you want to be one of six people to join me on that trip, go to EssentialTennis.com slash Costa Rica to check out the details. All right, let's go ahead and get right to today's topic. Sit back, relax, and get ready for some great tennis instruction. All right, let's get to today's topic about being nice versus being competitive, something that's definitely tricky to balance sometimes in certain situations. And today's topic comes to us from Mark Scott, who wrote to me and said, Hi, Ian. Some time ago, I told you in the singles domination course about how I found success with being more aggressive, with having, sorry, a more aggressive mental attitude and pumping myself up during a match. I'm a friendly and sociable person in life, but if I play against somebody who's being very friendly and chatty on the court, I find that I lose my concentration and that competitive and aggressive edge I spoke of. I don't want to appear rude and unsportsmanlike, so do you have any thoughts on how to deal with this situation? Yeah, Mark, definitely. I've got four quick points here. Number one, don't ever apologize for being a focused competitor. Some people play purely for enjoyment, and that's pretty much it. You know, they, they go to the court to get some some exercise, to socialize a little bit with their friends. You know, maybe they, they usually schedule their time around specific friendships. They just want to kind of spend time with specific people. And they figure, hey, if I can get a little bit of exercise at the same time and catch up with X, Y, or Z person, then great. That just sounds like a win-win. If you, on the other hand, are intense on the court and you know, you, you're there because you're focused and you want to figure out how to get better and you're working hard at your game and during a match you're, you're more intense than that type of person is used to, it's very likely that you'll rub some of those type of people the wrong way. And that's perfectly okay. That's the first point I want to make. If, if some people don't quite understand how seriously you take it, then that's fine. You know, at, at the club level of tennis, at, at a recreational level, you know, at an average level of tennis, at a 3-5 level, you'll see a very, very wide range of different reasons why people are motivated to be there. And that's true for just about anything in life. Different people are motivated by different things, different internal drives. And so we're not always completely compatible with the person next to us or the person across the net from us or the, the person doing whatever we're doing with us or against us. And that's, I mean, that's just life when it comes down to it. Point number two I want to make is you are just as entitled 
to pursue your personal goals as they are. If their goal in being there, if their purpose in being there on the courts in the first place was to get some exercise and to have some fun, then they're totally entitled to that, just as you are entitled to try to win because you've been working on this this, and this part of your game and you're there to test it out, there, test it out today during this match or maybe... You know, some kind of challenge ladder, or you need this win to to move up, you know, a spot in whatever, or get bumped up with your rating at the club, or you know, whatever it is. If you have different goals and drives than your opponent, it doesn't mean either of you are wrong, you know, quote unquote wrong. You just have different motivations. There's no right or wrong way to play tennis as long as it's not malicious. And I'll talk about that in just a minute. So this is something that I've had to come to terms come to terms with personally over time. You know, for years I hated being on the courts with players that didn't work hard, that weren't internally motivated, that didn't want to listen to what I had to say as a tennis pro, and were more you know the people I talked about at the top of this episode that are kind of just there to have fun. For years that really really bothered me. Um, and, and it's they're still not my favorite people to be on the court with, but just because it's not my preference doesn't mean that I can't still respect that they have a different priority than I do. They have a different drive when it comes to tennis than I do. And as I mentioned before, that's really true of all of us. None of us are exactly the same. So just because they're different doesn't mean that you can't still respect the direction that they're coming from. And if they're there just to have fun, that's fine. You can respect that and still work hard and play hard. And you would hope that on the flip side, they would respect and appreciate your drive, you know, your amount of drive as well. But unfortunately, that's not always the case. And that's kind of life as well. And I'll get to that a little bit later. So that's point number two. You're just as entitled to pursuing your personal goals as they are. Now, there does need to be a line drawn at some point because... This isn't a professional endeavor, right, for either of you. Neither of you are getting paid to try to win. And so there is a line that shouldn't be crossed when it comes to being competitive. You should not be competitive at all costs. And that means cheating. (laughs) That means gamesmanship. That means treating your opponent with disrespect or being rude. None of those things should be acceptable. Just be, Even if you just want to win as badly as possible, those things are still not acceptable in an amateur sporting event. <laughs> Both of you are amateur players. You know, neither of you are being paid to try to win. And so none of those things are acceptable when it comes to competition. Now, if you play your best when you're all business then be all business, okay? And that's not something you should have to apologize for just because you play your best when you're focused and you're not socializing and you're not chatting, that that's perfectly fine. And you have every right to kind of take that position and and play with that demeanor. And that's perfectly fine, Mark. However, don't do or say anything that purposefully disrespects your opponents. I have two examples of that. You know, some something that you would possibly say that would disrespect your opponent. Can't you just be quiet? I'm actually trying to play well today. 
<laughs> and we've all, you know, if you've been around the sport for any length of time, you've seen or heard things like this before from people that are that take it too far. Some people do take it too far. And Mark, just to be clear, I appreciate the fact that you're being careful not to take it too far. I, I appreciate that. And, um, you know, I, on one hand, I, I, I don't want you to take it too far. But on the other, you shouldn't do that at, um, at the expense of your competitive edge. You know, it's great that you have realized that a certain demeanor works best for you. You have every right to use that and, you know, use it to your advantage. That's perfectly fine. But again, I draw the line when it's purposefully disrespectful and maybe not even purposefully. I mean, you could say something like this and not try to be disrespecting the other person, but something that's just insensitive and rash, like just, just shut up <laughs> when you're playing somebody who just keeps talking. And I, you know, I've been there uh, as a competitor and as a teacher. Uh, if you've played tennis for any length of time, you, you know this type of person that for whatever reason, they just like to talk during changeovers, maybe even in between points during games, not even, you know, during changeovers. Um, so being coming right out and just telling them to be quiet, in my opinion, would be crossing that line of being respectful. Um Something that you would do that would be disrespectful to somebody like that would be maybe during a changeover, they're, they're talking to you, they're bringing something up, maybe local, you know, happening or something about tennis or whatever, and you just get up, turn around and walk away while they're mid-sentence without even acknowledging them at all. <laughs> you know, in my opinion, that would be another way of taking the, the focused competition thing a little bit too far. And that's something where they would most definitely feel disrespected and most definitely after the match is done, they would go walk off the court and then go talk about you behind your back. And we all know how this stuff goes. So that would be another example, in my opinion, of taking the competitive thing too far. And listen, trust me, I love to win just as much as the next person, probably more. And I'm in the same boat with you. I, I don't, I like being all business as well, Mark, but this is, you know, something that I personally would not ever do at the, you know, uh, for the reason of staying focused. You should treat, in general, your opponent with dignity and respect. <laughs> with what you say to them and how you treat them, that's, in my opinion, just common courtesy. And quite frankly, as tennis players, you know, there's kind of a certain code of behavior. You know, we, we're not football players or basketball players who, you know, trash talk each other. And this is my opinion, by the way. There's varying opinions on this. But I personally really appreciate the tradition of sportsmanship that tennis has. And when I'm competing, I, I try hard. Even though I know I play best when I'm all business, I try hard to, to maintain that and treat my opponent with, with respect, even if sometimes they don't deserve it. <laughs> so go about your business. Keep your eyes down. You know, give short, non-engaging replies to your opponent. And they'll probably get the idea. You know, you, you can be non-engaging without being disrespectful. There's absolutely a line that you can walk there and kind of make it clear to them that you're not really interested in talking. So that means, you know, not engaging with them and being super friendly and chatty. You, you can not do those things and still be respectful. And you shouldn't feel badly about doing that at all, Mark. Not at all. And then when the match is over, be friendly, as friendly and engaging as you normally would be. And, you know, just because you just played each other and you were competitors 
doesn't mean that you can't finish up the match, you know, win, lose, or draw, and have a nice conversation afterwards. And I'm I'm sure that you don't have any problem with that, and that's perfectly fine. But don't feel like just because during the match you were focused and quiet and you kind of stuck to yourself and you weren't engaging, don't feel like you have to like stick to that, you know, maybe kind of a macho uh, feeling vibe after the match as well and continue to be quiet and not really engage with your opponents. You know, if it's not something where you have to be all one way or the other, you know, me personally, I'm more than happy to be sociable as well. More than happy to be engaging. Once the match starts, I personally cut basically all of that out. Uh, This is just my personal approach. I I like to be more kind of internal and kind of quiet and stick to myself. And then when the match is over, you know, if, if it seems like my opponent wants to talk and, you know, socialize and be friendly, then, then great. And I honestly, like, I really appreciate that about opponents where the two of us can, can be friendly, walk out onto the court. And then it kind of comes down to match time. We're both all business. We both are just trying to kill each other out there on the court, figuratively, figuratively speaking, obviously. And we just let it all hang out there. We try to beat each other, you know, as much as possible. Then the match is over, and then we go right back to being friendly again. I mean, personally, I really appreciate that kind of kind of mutual friendliness combined with competitiveness. That, honestly, that's part of what I really enjoyed about the college tennis experience was I was really close friends with most of the people on my team, but then during practice, it was no holds barred, <laughs> and we would just just go at each other hard for hours and not give each other an inch competitively. And then we would, you know, walk off the court, you know, uh, slap hands, and then go get dinner and really enjoy each other's company. I mean, honestly, I think that that kind of relationship, competitive relationship with opponents is a really cool thing. Um, so yeah, that's point number three, where the line needs to be drawn. And again, this is my opinion I'm giving here. There's different people that I'm sure would probably give you a different opinion than what I'm saying right now, but I'm just calling it as I see it. <laughs> so last point I'll make here, what if Mark does exactly what I'm describing, exactly what I'm suggesting, but they're offended anyway? And you know they have the attitude, hey, you know, stop being so serious you know, this isn't the U.S. Open or anything. You know, we're not professionals here. Why can't you just lighten up and just have a good time during the match? It, do- it doesn't really matter who wins. Why are you taking it so seriously? Some people will have that opinion. And in short, my answer to that is that's life. Kind of as I discussed a couple minutes ago, different people have different drives, different goals, different reasons for being there. And you know what? At the end of the day, it's impossible to please everybody, even if you tried, even if you went out of your way to make everybody happy that you play against on the court, it's impossible. So my advice, Mark, is to play your game, use your best approach for success possible, and there's no need to apologize for that. As long as you're not doing anything that's that's disrespectful to your opponent, and you know, as long as you're still... <laughs> treating them well, you know, as I discussed uh, earlier, don't do anything to embarrass or disrespect them or, um, um, you know, obviously not cheating or anything outside of the rules or gamesmanship, etc. As long as you're not doing any of those things, there's no need to apologize for being focused and keeping to yourself. 
Not everybody will understand that, but that's just how it goes in all areas of life, not just tennis, certainly not a tennis-only kind of thing. We all have our different reasons for showing up to everything, and you know, no need to apologize for following what ultimately gives you the most amount of fulfillment. And for you, that's being focused and playing the best that you can. So, Mark, hopefully that's helpful to you. Hopefully that gives you a little bit of frame of reference. And uh, please let me know how it goes for you uh, moving forward. And best of luck with your tennis. Thank you so much for taking the time to submit this really good uh, topic. Good luck to you. All right, that does it for episode number 222 of the Essential Tennis Podcast. Thank you so much for being a listener of the show. If you're listening to my voice right now, it means that you've helped the Essential Tennis Podcast become the number one tennis podcast in the world. If you do a search for tennis podcast on iTunes, this show comes up first, and that's because of your downloads, your ratings, your reviews. So thank you so much for your support. I really appreciate it. I want to uh, send out a special thank you to Sat Jawan. Hope I'm saying that right. If not, I apologize. Um, he left a review on iTunes and also sent in a donation since the last episode. So thank you, Sat, very much. I really, really appreciate your support. And if you would like to uh, support the show as well, you can do that in either of those two ways, either by leaving a review on the iTunes Music Store or you can donate to the show at EssentialTennis.com slash donate. That'll do it for today's show. Again, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate your support. Until next time, take care and good luck with your tennis.